With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for our weekly conversation with Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. Brought to you by Simply Seattle. Tired of buying and repping the same old Seattle sports gear everyone else has? For the best Storm, Seahawks, Mariners, Kraken, Rainiers, Sounders, and not to mention the largest Sonics collection in the world, check out simplyseattle.com. Now with Mike Florio, here's Softy and Dick. Hello, Michael. How are you? Doing great, guys. Happy holidays. How's everybody? Everybody's great. Do you, do you think do you think Pete Carroll and John Schneider in a quiet moment right now, or maybe after practice, you know, Pete pulls out out of his desk drawer, you know, a, a nice 18-year-old bottle of scotch and is just pouring some for John and him as they're seeing what is going on in Denver right now. The, big, the greatest heist in Seattle Seahawks history has finally come to an end. I think that would be a mistake because they have a question to ask themselves now. When Russell is released, as he inevitably will be, before his $37 million fully guaranteed salary in 2025 vests in the middle of March, do they bring him home <laughs> at the league minimum for 2024 and let the Broncos pay the rest? That's the icing on top of the cherry on top of the <laughs> icing on top of the cherry on top of the icing on top of the cake. If they could get him back, because remember – they have no attachment to Geno Smith beyond this year. They can walk away, right. and they could get Russell Wilson. And I believe that Russell would be amenable, once he's released, to taking a veteran minimum deal for 2024. I don't know what the contract would look like beyond that, but Denver's already paying him for 2024. So help your new team, leave some cash and cap space behind, and go wherever. And I say the Seahawks jokingly, but you'd have to at least consider the possibility for Seattle, wouldn't you? Just at least consider it. Don't write it off. You have to at least talk about it. Think about it. Is there wisdom to doing something like that, especially now that he's been kind of chagrined and humbled by what happened in Denver? Maybe it's the perfect frame of mind to get the final few years of his career in Seattle. It's something to at least think about. But I look at teams like the Raiders, the Commanders, the Steelers, the Vikings, if Kirk Cousins leaves. There's going to be teams that want him especially if he's willing to take the veteran minimum. Is it an upgrade, though? Honestly, would it be a good football decision? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Geno's numbers. I'm looking at Russell's numbers. There's really not a big difference. I mean, Russell's got a 98 passer rating. Geno's is, Geno's is 90, but Geno's QBR is higher than Russell's. I mean, is it an upgrade at this point in Russell's career to go from Geno Smith back to Russell Wilson? I don't pay any attention to QBR because, number one, I've never known what it is. And, number two, <laughs> at one point, the way they calculated it, Charlie Batch had the highest single-game QBR in league history for a game in which he threw a couple of interceptions. So QBR to me is nothing. Passer right. rating is more relevant. But I, I'll say this. Dollar for dollar, if you get rust for league minimum, that's a factor because then that unlocks a bunch of money you can spend elsewhere on the team. And yeah. we know that football players are fungible commodities. They don't act that way when the guy's on the team. But the reality is everybody on every team is eventually going to be replaced. 
And you have to be willing, whenever you have the opportunity to have the conversation, who can we add, who can we subtract? And they set up the Geno Smith contract so they can move on from him if they want to after this year. And, if, and, and again, there's a lot of fences that would need to be mended for that to work. Yeah. But wouldn't it be something if the ultimate way for Russ to stick it to the Broncos would be to go back to the Seahawks? I, I do think that the Seahawks fans, including myself, have softened their stance on Russell Wilson now that the trade uh, now now that the trade chips are over. Last year we were all anti Russell. We were absolutely loving what was happening with Denver and the downfall with Nathaniel Hackett because we were getting a benefit of De- of Denver's losses. This year we didn't have a benefit of Denver's losses, so I think there's a little more sympathy towards Russell. But it's a fascinating conversation, and you mentioned that that QBR doesn't mean anything, and I kind of agree with you to a certain extent. And a guy that was up there in QBR and passer rating up until this week, I mean, he's still there, but not nearly as high as he was. Man, oh man, the MVP train of Brock Purdy went off to an absolute cliff on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, it didn't go the way you thought it would go. It didn't go the way I thought it would go. I thought the 49ers would win that win that football game, but are you surprised how that game went, particularly with Brock Purdy, and was he figured out? Well, there were four interceptions thrown by Brock Purdy. One of them was the result of a horrible decision by him. The other three were just kind of stuff happens, although you could word, use a word other than stuff with one less letter but the same first letter. It happens sometimes. Balls get tipped up in the air. We see it all the time. They land on grass. They land in the hands of the defender sometimes. And they had two that were tipped up right into the hands of defensive players. And then the last interception happened because the defensive end got around the right side and hit Brock Purdy as he was throwing the ball, much like – Hassan Reddick did in the playoffs last year and screwed up the elbow. Mm -hmm. This time it just hit him in a way that caused him to make a bad throw that was intercepted by Patrick Queen, and that was that. This is one of those that you just have to flush and move on. That's going to be the challenge for the 49ers. Don't let themselves become less confident in who they are and what they are. And to the extent that there's a rematch in the Super Bowl between these two teams, you could make the argument that it kind of helped the 49ers because there's no way they're going to be complacent. There's no way they're going to be soft. There's no way they're going to be deferential. They're going to be looking to avenge what happened on Christmas night. And there'll be more pressure on the Ravens after winning that game by 14 points in Santa Clara. So in a roundabout way, you know, 49ers still likely to be the number one overall seed in the NFC, still likely to beat anyone who comes there in the postseason, even though maybe some of the teams will be emboldened now after what the Ravens did. Maybe they'll think they have a blueprint for shaking up Brock Purdy. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't change things much for the 49ers. And the sooner – they can accept that and move forward, the better off they're going to be. A fascinating post game with uh, Lamar Jackson call, or calling you Mike Flores. Are you Tom's uh, son, Mike Flores? <laughs> Look, I've been called far worse. I have no problem with it. I got what I deserved. I was a little over the top, to say the least, in what I said about the Ravens and the 49ers. And my point was, and the people who heard my initial comments get it, the point was it was about how good the 49ers yes, are. Yes. The Ravens just happened to be the opponent that had drawn the short straw to go to Santa Clara on Christmas night, fly across the country. I mean, I said in the run-up to the game, was Santa all out of coal? That that's what the Ravens got for Christmas, a trip to Santa Clara to take on the 49ers? And to their credit, they got themselves properly fired up. And look, the fact that Lamar knew all about everything I said, what does that tell you yeah. that John Harbaugh showed them before the game? 
They knew what I said. I'm sure he played for them what I said. And yep. in a week when the 49ers kept their heads low and their mouths shut, you take anything you can get. We know that. Athletes, for as, as talented as they are, they look for anything they can to get that extra little edge. Michael Jordan used to make stuff up. Tom Brady would say no one believes in this when everyone believed in the Patriots. Anything you can do to give yourself the edge. And it worked for the Ravens. And I didn't mean for that to happen. I was just giving my honest assessment. I've heard from people in the NFL who are like, hey, all you did was say out loud what everyone was thinking. Everyone thought that was going to happen. And to the Ravens' credit, they went out there and they did to the 49ers what many thought, most thought, everyone thought the 49ers were going to do to the Ravens. Mike Florio joining us. He always does uh, at this time of the week. Mike, a, a big surprise. Probably my biggest surprise in the NFL has been the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they have got $81 million in dead cap that they are saddled with this year. That's 36% of their total cap. That's not helping them at all. How are they doing this? Because they do look like the best team in their division. Well, look at it this way. And, and look, I'm not suggesting that Baker Mayfield would have played like he's playing in Tampa if he had stayed with the Seahawks. But $28 million for Geno Smith, $4 million for Baker Mayfield. Dollar for dollar, back to what we were talking about earlier, who's the better value? It's clearly Baker Mayfield. He did that one-year $4 million deal. Now he's going to make $2, 3000000 million in incentives, something in that range. Playoff wins will count for 250000 each on top of the couple million he's going to get if they win the division. But it's great to see. This is a guy, and I said this in the offseason, when, when there was no real market for Baker Mayfield. In 2018, when he was a rookie, he was really good. In 2019, the coaching staff was kind of a crap show in Cleveland, and he fell off. In 2020, he was great. They were a final 18. They gave the Chiefs a run for their money in the division around. And in 2021, he injured his shoulder week two trying to make a tackle after a turnover, and that screwed him up for the rest of the year. And then the Browns fell in love with Deshaun Watson, and that set in motion kind of this weird nomadic experience for him last year where he's with the Browns until July, then he's with the Panthers, and the Panthers were, were horrible last year, and Matt Rule gets fired, and he ends up with the Rams at the end of the season. And people are like, this guy can't play anymore. Well, well if he's healthy... And if he has the opportunity to fully prepare for a season, he does have the ability to play. And he's setting himself up for a nice payday with Tampa Bay. And if Tampa doesn't want him, somebody else is going to want him. I mean, somebody the, the Seahawks need to take a serious look at because, again, they've got full flexibility to consider all options after this season at the quarterback position with the, the contract that Geno Smith accepted last year. So mm-hmm. Mayfield's going to be in play unless the Buccaneers do the smart thing and get him locked up ASAP. Mike, before we let you go, 29 million people sat in their homes on Christmas Day and watched the Chiefs-Raiders game. Are we going to now just expect that regardless of the day of the week, the NFL will be played on Christmas Day? One of the executives at the league office told the Wall Street Journal last week that the NFL is not going to schedule Christmas games when it lands on Tuesday or Wednesday. And I don't believe he's being untruthful. I just think that the folks who count the money will eventually say, wait a minute, we've taken over Christmas from the NBA. It's an ultimate captive audience holiday like Thanksgiving. We basically have two Thanksgivings now, and we're just going to give one up because it's too inconvenient to figure out how to schedule one. No way. I figure by the time the schedule comes out in May, they will have three games on Wednesday, December 25, 2024, and they'll find a way to play a game on Christmas Eve if they want to. I haven't seen the numbers for the Christmas Eve game on NFL Network. Maybe they won't do that next year. But they'll, they'll find – why wouldn't they? I mean, what have the owners ever done that would make us think they'll say, well, 
we really shouldn't <laughs> schedule things in a way that might inconvenience the players. They're going to grab every dollar they can, and you grab every dollar you can by putting the games in a spot where you're going to have 30 million people watch them. Mike, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, have a fantastic New Year, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, pal. Happy New Year, everybody. You bet. Mike Florio joining us as always. Well, what do you think, texters? 49451. Mike Florio always has a way of just, uh, you know, kind of throwing some gasoline on a potential fire here. He says, how about the Seahawks men fences with Russell Wilson? And he is your quarterback for the 2024 season making nothing because Denver is paying everything. 494-51. Get your texts on to testimonials. We'll read those off at 445 right here on 93.3 KJRF. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.